Welcome or welcome back to the company of the cat. Hi, how are you? Today's video is about a skimmer we do not talk about enough. Sibel Spicer. We are Littlefinger this and Varys that and Tywin and and and, but we forget something very important. These people at these points of the story are or were in a position to plot. Sibel was not. Sibel's plan was executed so on the spot that it's crazy how well it worked. Even more so if we think of her political position, backstory, bloodline, and dare I say, gender. The Silver Fox of the Riverlands, Jason Malister, captured the head of House Westerling, Lord Gawain, in the battle in the Whispering Wood. At the time of the Battle of the Forge, Rob marched his forces to the crag, taking a wound on his arm during the storming. It's obvious that Sibel and Rolf had something on their mind from the beginning, but I guarantee that the main idea was Sibel's. The whole plan screams woman's plan. Plus, wherever we see Tywin discussing the whole deception, he is talking about Sibel, Jane, and the Westerlings. Jane Westerling is her mother's daughter, said Lord Tywin, and Rob Stark is his father's son. It is obvious that she was the mastermind. House Spicer is an extremely new house that was founded by a merchant who got married to a foreign witch. Like the phrase, it doesn't matter that House Spicer is rich. People hold titles and bloodlines to a higher standard than just money. Sibel got married into a house that is now poor, but comes from a very proud and old bloodline, House Westerling. There was no chance they could hold Rob out of the castle, and in the meantime, they would be losing resources, so they let him take it, of course. Thing is, after many lost battles, and with Jaime in prison, Tywin wouldn't be very happy with his position, and we all know that Tywin punishes his allies as much as his enemies when they mess up. With Gavin out of the way, Sibel is acting as a head with Rolf as Castellan backing her up. To be honest, I believe that Rolf held the castle until Sibel could come up with a plan and inform Tywin. In one night, this is the only thing that could happen. It's not like they could talk with Tywin about details. It was probably a, we're gonna do this and we will communicate with you for more if it works. And it did. I took an arrow in the arm just before Sir Rolf yielded us the castle. It seemed nothing at first, but it festered. Jane had me taken to her own bed and she nursed me until the fever passed. This always makes me raise my eyebrow because it was a small wound from what I understand, but it festered very quickly. There is always the possibility of them putting something on the arrow so Rob's wound would become infected, and I really think this was their goal, to wound him, not kill him. If they kill Rob, okay, Tywin wins, yes, but they are royally fucked. With so many Northmen and Rivermen under Rob, they would storm the castle and kill, rape and steal everything that moves or not. With Rob wounded, you can send your cute daughter to woo him and heal him. Something easily done since Rob is a teenager during wartime and he had also just received the news about Winterfell. Jane had me taken to her own bed and she nursed me until the fever passed. And she was with me when the great John brought me the news of... of Winterfell, Bran and Rickon. He seemed to have trouble saying his brother's names. That night she... she comforted me, mother. This, along with a comment about Jane being her mother's daughter, suggests that Jane was very much aware of the plan since the beginning and went with it. She comforted and slept with him. Now I really don't know if they were sure a wedding would happen or if it was just for them to say, shame on you, you deflowered her, you need to take responsibility, what if she becomes pregnant or you took advantage of her, forced her, etc. Whatever they had in mind didn't really matter, Rob was indeed Ned's son and married her right after they had sex. With Jane and Rob married, under the circumstances, Tywin had the road open to plot with the phrase and apparently with the Boltons too. In the meantime, 
They sure fed him info since Jane's brothers were very close to Rob and involved in his councils, and one of them, Roland, was aware of the plan too. Plus, maybe it's just me, but I think Jane at first was trying to learn more about what Rob was doing with the maps and the plans. Rob's has not eaten all day. I had Roland bring him a nice supper, boar's rib and stewed onions and ale, but he never touched a bite of it. He spent all morning writing a letter and told me to not disturb him. But when the letter was done, he burned it. Now he is sitting and looking at maps. I asked him what he was looking for, but he never answered. It could be that she was legit worried and wanted to look after him, but the number of times people say how not dangerous and assuming, sigh and sweet Jane is, along with Tywin's comment about her, makes me believe that she isn't that meek, shy and innocent. Since the wedding, the Westerlings and the Spicers were much safer than most houses. They provided more than enough help to Tywin, and Sibelle made a more than just good bargain for that help. Her endgame was not only to not fuck with Tywin, it is obvious she panned on gaining, not only to, oh, let's not piss off the big lion. How Spicer took freaking Castamir, and Tywin would marry off and give Dory to Jane and his sister when the time comes. Actually, it seems like they asked for Castamir. The crag is not so far from the Tarbeck Hall and Castamir, Tyrion pointed out. You'd think the Questerlings might have ridden past and see the lesson there. Mayhaps they have, Lord Tywin said. They are well aware of Castamir, I promise you. This bargain is so good that even Jamie thought that holy cow, they promised them a lot of stuff considering their position. Lords or heirs, to be sure. The Westerlings were an old house and proud, but Lady Sibel herself had been born a Spicer from a line of unjumped merchants. Her grandmother had been some sort of half-mad witch from the East, he seemed to recall. And the Westerlings were impoverished. Younger sons would have been the best that Sibel Spicer's daughter would have hoped for in the ordinary course of events. Now, if Tywin, for XYZ reason, didn't win, then again the Westerlings and the Spicers would be okay 99%, since no one else apart from them and Tywin was aware of the plan. They would be married to the freaking king in the north, and their position and reputation would improve a lot. People do not give enough credit to this woman, because she asked for staff from Tywin. It was not a plan to not get crushed by him. It was one to take advantage of their very, very bad position. A woman from a house with a bad reputation married to a house where they don't have money even for a tissue to wipe their tears off made a deal with Tywin and came on top. About Jane now, first of all, is the girl Jamie met the real Jane? Personally, I think yes, she is. The description we get from Kat is this one. She was pretty, undeniably with her chestnut curls and heart-shaped face, and that shy smile, slender but with good hips. Jamie described her as a willowy girl, no more than 15 or 16, more awkward than graceful. She had narrow hips, breasts the size of apples, a mop of chestnut curls, and the soft brown eyes of a doe. Pretty enough for a child. Hips do lie, because the narrow hips comment had been confirmed that it was a mistake, and the newer editions do not have it at all. Jane was a willowy girl, no more than 15 or 16, more awkward than graceful. She had breasts the size of apples, a mop of chestnut curls, and the soft brown eyes of a doe. Pretty enough for a child. Jane is a child, and she also is not doing well mentally or physically. Her mother apparently hits her, and it's possible she went through an abortion because of the potions. So being awkward and losing weight is not that crazy. And that affects the face too, obviously. Dark circles, sunken cheeks, being red and puffy from crying, and having a bruise on their forehead doesn't do much for anyone's appearance. And let's not forget that Jamie has questionable preferences, to say the least. 
Jamie is a 35-year-old dude and thank fuck, unlike many creepoids, he sees Jane as a child because he's exactly that, a 16-year-old child. Kat saw her when she was introduced to her with her appearance being looked after. She was a teen girl that is pretty. She didn't say she was stunning. She said that, yes, she is pretty, that is a fact. That her also teen son brought as his bride. She was like, damn, Rob is a teenager, he was sad, tired and horny, and the girl is pretty and showed he compassion, so things happened. Jamie was expecting the incarnation of Mary's the maid for some reason, that men for her eyes would lose a thousand wars. So the just pretty Jane that was additionally a mess looked very plain in his eyes. And again, the way Jamie describes the people around him is impassioned and often snide. He knows that he is very attractive and apparently the only other person attractive enough to him is his twin sister. Talk about family issues. The most frequently used argument for switching Jane is that she is pregnant. If this Jane was a fake one, she sure showed a lot of emotion. Plus, Sibel said that the potions were to prevent pregnancy and I believe here, for quite some time Jane couldn't get pregnant even though they were fucking like rabbits every day. The girl Jamie met was crying, was in a bad state and had bruises. Also, there is always the possibility some people might see here and say, hey guys, this one is not the right Jane. I don't know, seems kinda off with the whole scene we saw and the background. Sibel seemed indeed pissed with the girl, she went to hit her, and she had already hurt her when she was crying and shouting about Rob. If there's a chance in a hundred this girl is not Jane, then oh my god, they found a damn good and willing actress. I'm guessing that they smuggled the real Jane so she can go and find Blackfish, since he is their best shot right now. In any case, I don't think this is what is going on, and not gonna lie, I would be bummed out <laughs> if this is it, for one reason only. It does Jane dirty as a character. Jane Westerling is her mother's daughter, said Lord Tywin. We have this iconic line, and it was just for nothing? No, I don't accept it. From the information we get about Jane, she was aware at first that they sent her precisely to court Rob, and she went along with the plan. She isn't the innocent, clueless Jane everyone thinks. Also, as I said before, with how many times it is pointed out how shy, good-hearted, good, innocent, etc. she is, it just makes me believe she is not. Like, we get it. Stop it. Why are you saying this every time about her? You're trying to convince me very, very hard. She did not look dangerous, and Jane seemed a sweet child, I'll grant you, though I only saw her once. The girl did seem to have a good heart, just as Rob had said. Jane is bright as well as beautiful and kind as well. She has a good and gentle heart. Jane is bright, she isn't stupid, and her mother is Sibel. I think that Jane knew parts of the plan. She was probably told, they have your father, we need to be on their side, they are winning, they took our home. And such she went with it. She went with it because she was afraid, because she also knew that, hey, it is a plan, it's not like we have many choices here. And Rob wasn't bad to look at either. It could be worse. I don't think she knew about the double play at the moment, but she didn't go in with pure intentions either. Maybe at first she was even trying to give information to her family so they could be safe, because better safe than sorry, but I don't think she knew exactly what was going on or what was going to happen, because that was something even Sibel wasn't aware of. She put the idea forth and helped Tywin, but the exact way Rob would be removed from the equation wasn't known to her. I have two sons as well, Lady Westerling reminded him. Rollam is with me, but Reynald was a knight and went with the rebels to the twins. If I had known what was to happen there, I would never have allowed that. There was a hint of reapproach in her voice. 
Reynald, you know of any of the understanding with your Lord Father. He may be captive at the twins. From what I can see and understand, Jane indeed at some point started to really like and care for Rob. She has taken Rob's death very hard. She fought to keep the crown Rob made her. And to me, it seems like she would be more than down to get revenge. Everyone cares about Jane's womb and not Jane like she doesn't matter as a person. She is only dangerous if she carries a baby. But personally, I don't vibe with it and also I don't believe it is the case either. Jane is smart and she could have something more important than a baby. Rob's will. A will isn't something that you write down once. Rob trusted Jane and it looks like he liked her genuinely too. If there is a person that Rob trusted and people would believe, is his wife, the girl that broke an oath for. Wouldn't be great to stick it up to her mother, who obviously doesn't give a shit about her, and played her game behind her back. She would take revenge for the people that care for her, like Rob, Kat, and her brother Reynald. Plus, all these bits about her being an assuming, smart, and Sibel's daughter wouldn't be for nothing. She can easily be in contact with Blackfish or already have a plan with him, so they can reunite and continue from there together. It would be so much better for her character. She was insecure about Rob not saying stuff to her, but with time we could see Jane and Rob were indeed in a trusting relationship, and it would be awesome if she honored him, his mother, their child if indeed she had a forced miscarriage, and all the people her mother held to slaughter because she is smart, a good person, and Rob trusted her, and not because she's just a baby maker. If Jane has a copy of Rob's will, a will that we do not know 100% what it includes, she could be dangerous enough, especially if they meet with Brynden or Lady Stoneheart. I lean towards the meeting with Blackfish, they were talking about the time they were in the Riverlands, they could have somewhat of a plan to get Jane out. Blackfish is great at guerrilla stuff, very familiar with the Riverlands for sure, and capable enough to pull this out. If Jane escapes with Brynden, I'm betting on them to try to reach the Vale, Brynden knows enough people there to find a way to smuggle Jane safely, and it would be a great piece of plot if Sansa were to get involved too. Also, I bet on a face-to-face with Cap while in the Riverlands. This is it for today. It was a smaller video about a very underrated schemer we have seen in the books, and a theory as well as my thoughts about Jane. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, press a like, comment, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Until the next one, bye!